I was in the first grade when everyone first realized I was a genius. I fell asleep in class one day because I was so bored and I'd already finished my work. When my teacher saw me snoring away and drooling all over my books, all hell broke loose. She woke me up and yelled at me, but when she saw I was done with my work again, she went to talk to the principal. Well, my parents were called in. I was terrified. Mom was going to kill me. As soon as she came, I rushed over to her. I had to convince her I was innocent before the principal could butt in. M-m-m-m-m-mom! I started, but she glared at me, like she always did when I started stuttering, which, with her, was all the time. I braced myself for the worst. We were told I was being bumped up a grade as I wasn't being challenged enough. What was going on? Was this some new form of punishment? My parents, though were over the moon. They couldn't stop bragging about what an Einstein I was for skipping a grade, even though we were poor. They said my being genius more than made up for it. I felt secretly confused, but also so proud that I never bothered asking them what they meant. Either way, I loved how they were practically worshiping me now. For the first time in years, they didn't even make fun of my stutter. Life was great. But then they decided I needed to be smarter. Suddenly, mom and dad started taking way too much interest in my classwork. They were always at home and always on my back asked me to go over everything that I learned. Why did I need to do extra work at home? Then there were all these lame juices I was suddenly drinking. Could my parents not waste money on all this stupid stuff and just take me to McDonald's instead? In the third grade, I got an A- minus on a test and my mom thought that something was wrong with me. She took me to a doctor. The doctor suggested that I needed to drink more juice every day. I miss drinking milk. I spent every night crying in my room. Why couldn't I just have a normal life like other kids? To make matters worse, Suddenly, I wasn't allowed to watch TV or even hang out with friends. One day, when my very best friend Brittany came over, mom took away our toys and said, play chess, all the smart kids do. Brittany looked so shocked, I thought she'd cry, but it got so much worse. When mom saw she couldn't get the hang of chess, she turned to Brittany and said, you're the dumbest kid I've ever seen. Your parents are probably so disappointed in you. That's when Brittany started crying and ran home. She never spoke to me again, and that broke my heart. By the time I was in fourth grade, I had a sad realization. It wasn't cool to be a genius, especially one who stutters. Every time I raised my hand to answer the teacher, I heard laughter behind me. And when I turned around, two girls were imitating me. Then to make matters worse, someone called me baby genius and that stupid name just stuck. Six months later, I skipped another grade and walked right into the most embarrassing situation. My parents had signed me up for the science fair. I did this whole thing on the solar system when I realized my booth was right next to the cutest guy in the world. I smiled at him and then suddenly I started to feel woozy, like I had no energy. Before I knew what was happening, I fell, literally just fell for no reason and straight onto my science project. As if that wasn't bad enough, I took the cute guy's project down with me. My little styrofoam planets rolled over to his feet. He and my parents looked like they wanted to murder me. He walked over to where I had fallen and gave me a swift kick. I started to cry. No one helped me up, though mom and dad just looked uber pissed. That wasn't the end of that humiliating experience. The next day at school, Mr. Cupa Pretty Mean, whose project I had ruined, was busy reenacting my fall for all his friends. I tried to run past them in the corridor, but I bumped into someone and all my books fell to the floor. What a loser. I thought you only talked slow. Why do you keep bumping into everything? He called out. His friends laughed. I ran out of there, feeling crushed. I felt like the most unloved person on the planet. Just because I was smart and I had a speech problem, I couldn't help those things. It's just because I'm different doesn't mean I don't have feelings. I felt so lonely and unhappy. No one liked me or understood me, not my parents or anyone at school. I'd had enough 
and I just needed a break from everything. I decided I was going to skip school the next morning and spend the day in the public library. I could use the piece and finally read something fun. Mom didn't want to see a book in my hands unless it was related to my studies. I skipped back home, my head still half dizzy with excitement over the mystery novel I'd read that day. My bubble of happiness burst the minute I saw my parents standing at the front door. If looks could kill, I'd be lying dead in my driveway from the glances I was getting from them. The school had called them and told them I hadn't shown up today. Where were you all day? I, 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 I was just, I was just at the, the, the library, mom. I, I was a- actually st- studying. Half truth, half lie. Better than being a complete liar. What were you studying when all your books were at home? She yelled. Were you out with some boy? That's why you're lying, isn't it? I just stared at her. Yeah, mom. Boys love me with my thick glasses and my stutter. I wanted to say. I started crying, but it didn't melt her heart one bit. She shouted at me that if I felt things were so easy, I should skip classes. Maybe she talked to the principal about bumping me up again. And she would put me in extra afternoon classes. Never too late to start preparing for SATs. I did get bumped another grade. And then another. Really? In those two years, I got bumped up four grades. By the time I was 12, I was a high school sophomore. That time in my life was such a blur. All I remember was studying and doing schoolwork. I probably only had the energy to keep up with all my work because mom was a health nut and kept giving me lots of multivitamins. I was definitely at the top of my class. But no one even talked to me. I could hear them whispering about me, calling me a freak. No one wanted to sit next to me. Until someone did one day, and everything changed. It was after math class. I was sitting by myself in the library. Suddenly, this guy with dirty blonde hair and the bluest eyes I'd ever seen came up to me. Then he introduced himself. Hi, I'm Jason. Are you the brainiac everyone is always talking about? I could feel my face burning. That was all I was ever known for and he had just come to see the freak. Yes, I'm, I'm Allie, I managed to say. Feeling my stutter was even worse than usual. Here comes the laughter. But to my surprise, he didn't even act like it was anything unusual. He just smiled and said he was in the ninth grade and that he really needed my help with math. That day after school, Jason came over. But as we were talking, my dad burst into my room saying that I couldn't close the door with a boy over. I was horrified. We were only studying. After Jason left, My parents yelled that I wasn't allowed to have boys over. I explained that it would look good on my college application to tutor someone. Hearing this, they agreed to let me tutor him. Lying to them was the only way I would be able to hang out with Jason. I continued to tutor Jason for the following year. At school, we hung out whenever we could. Not once did he ever make fun of my stutter. He was the sweetest and hanging out with him was exciting. One day, he asked if I could come to his house. It was so tough convincing my parents because they said I should focus on my SATs. When I went to his house that evening, Jason took my hand and led me down the street. We're going to the movies, he exclaimed. You deserve to have fun. I was so excited. I had never been to the movies before, as mom and dad never had enough money. After the movie, Jason suggested that we get dinner. But all of a sudden, I began to shake. I was feeling woozy. Jason asked what was wrong, as if I knew. My parents always said it was just stress and there was no need to go to the doctor. He offered to walk me home. When we were about a block away from home, he stopped me and looked into my eyes. I really like you, Allie. Would you go out with me? OMG, yes! I nodded excitedly and he leaned in to kiss me. My first kiss! It was so incredible. I felt an entirely different kind of woozy, in a good way. 
but my bubble of happiness burst as soon as I stepped inside my house. My parents were pissed at something and started yelling. I had left my books at home. Whoops. I caved and admitted that I had just gone out with him for fun. You are not to see him again. He's a bad influence. My dad wagged his finger in the air. Especially now you're so close to college. All these years of our hard work. Think of all the money we spent on you. Mom added desperately. I rolled my eyes. I continued to see Jason at school and even began to skip classes so that I could spend time with him. He actually seemed to care about my feelings, something my crazy parents didn't give a damn about. But one day, we got caught. We were kissing goodbye outside the school when my mom's car screeched over to us. She literally dragged me home. No wonder you didn't get an A-plus on your English exam. That boy is making you dumb like him. If you keep seeing him, you'll ruin us, they yelled at me. I gasped. It was true that I had gotten an A- for the first time in my life. Maybe Jason was making me dumber. The next day, I marched up to him in school and said, We, we, we're over. I, I, I can't spend, I can't spend time with the, the, dumbo like you anymore. You're, you're going to make me dumb too. He looked so confused and hurt, but I wasn't going to be weak, especially if he was making me dumb. I had to think about myself and my grades. He didn't talk to me again. A few months after that, I applied for college at my parents' assistance. When I was filling out the application, I noticed another piece of paper that said, Gifted Students Scholarship. But my mom snatched it away quickly. That's nothing important, she said. I shrugged and continued filling out my application. Next thing I knew, I actually got into college. Who needed friends or a boyfriend when you were as smart as me? But college turned out to be very unexpected. The very first day, I felt like a lost lamb. In my first class, the professor saw me in the front row and asked if I'd lost my way. Everyone laughed and I felt so embarrassed. I tried to explain that I was a genius, but I felt so nervous I blurted, I'm a genie! Everyone roared with laughter and the professor looked as though he enjoyed how nervous I was. I ran home crying that day only to find out that my parents weren't home. I looked around everywhere. Their rooms were a mess and everything was thrown about. I checked their closets and realized their clothes were gone. I tried calling them on their phones. No luck. What was going on? I began to panic. I had the strangest thirst. I stumbled over to the fridge and grabbed a bottle of juice. Immediately, I felt better. I knew what would fix me, a multivitamin. Then I began trying to call my parents again, wondering if there was any clue as to where they went. I searched the papers scattered all over the floor and saw an envelope addressed to me. I picked it up. It was the same letter my mom had snatched from me. The one that read, Scholarship for Gifted Students. I skimmed through it and realized I had apparently been given $100,000 as a stipend to cover the cost of college. Why hadn't mom and dad told me? They were always complaining about being short of money. This was great. But where were they? I tried calling my aunt who lived out of town and even checked with the neighbors. No one had any idea. The next day, I skipped college and was still asking around for my parents when I came home to a for sale sign on the door. What? I ran inside and saw some strangers knocking down a wall. Just what do you think you guys guys are doing in my house? I yelled at them. They looked at me and said, Your house, kid? The last owners moved out today. They never mentioned having a kid. What? I demanded to know where they were. They shrugged and said they'd not seen my parents since last week. That's when they had said they were leaving town. Leaving what? Without me? Panic rose in my chest and the world began to spin around me. Suddenly, 
I heard Jason calling my name. I looked around desperately and began to hear my parents, too. They were all calling me, Allie, Allie, Allie. The world spun out of control, and I fainted. When I woke up, I felt someone holding my hand. I didn't want to open my eyes. Mom? Dad? I asked. I I had had the weirdest nightmare. Allie, it's me. I heard Jason's voice. I opened my eyes. It was Jason. What was he doing here? I looked around. I was in a hospital. What was I doing here? Before I could ask anything, the nurse and doctor rushed in and took tests. When they were done, I finally asked everyone what the hell was going on. Finally, Jason took my hand and said the craziest thing. He said my parents had run away with my scholarship money. I laughed. There was no way. Then he said something even wackier. He said I had been ill for so long because they had been giving me medicines and drinks to make me smarter. Those medicines had side effects, Sally. Jason said, "You passed out when you panicked, and they called me because I was the only other number you had saved on your phone." What medicine? I demanded. They only ever gave me multivitamins and juices. You, you, you are all crazy. Just, just, just call them. I yelled at everyone, but the look on their faces told me they weren't lying. A few months later, I dropped out of college and started school again. I had moved in with Jason's family for a while. The police were looking for my parents. One day, I got a phone call from them, telling me to come over to my old house immediately. My parents had been trying to break in and had been reported by one of our neighbors. Must have forgotten something more important than me. I thought bitterly as I rushed over. There they were, my parents. I ran to them yelling, and they just looked at me coolly. I demanded to know why they had done what they did. And they told me something I had never imagined I would hear. They said I wasn't their child. They said I was the daughter of a very distant relative who had made them my godparents. My real parents had promised to leave them money to look after me, but they left me nothing but a cradle. They said rather proudly that feeding me meds to make me smart was a great idea. They had made so much money from various scholarships and grants I had never even known about. Someone had to pay for keeping you fed, said my mom. I couldn't take any more of it. I rushed to my dad and punched him. Before he could retaliate, the police took them away. I turned to Jason and told him I was sorry for all the trouble I had put him through. I moved out that day to a shelter. A year has passed since then. I've actually shifted back a few grades because once I stopped the meds, my mind was working much slower than an average 15-year-old's. I still live at the shelter, but it's not half bad. In a few years, I'll move out. And Jason? Well, Jason helps me study now. And I have the hugest crush on him. I wonder what he'll say if I ask him to go to the movies with me.